Okay. We don't even need to count it down. We can just go. Oh, why is that? Because we're just recording right here. Oh, It's all shit. just there. Oh, you like changed the format of it. Yeah, it's it's all here. Dang. Okay. Dang. D- Daniel. All right. Welcome back to Romance Splaining. I'm Leslie. Solid opening. Solid opening. Should I redo it? No, I think it works the way it is. You know, I'm just winging it here. I feel like we need more fanfare. Like, you know, Ed McMahon should be like, and announcing Adam and Leslie. No, probably not. Well, we can call him up. I'll get him on the horn. I think he's dead. Shit. Maybe he's dead. I'm Adam. I'm Leslie. Hmm. Today, it's episode 10. Episode 10 time. We've made it 10 chapters into this steamy, bodice-ripping romance novel. And if you haven't ca- caught up with us, uh, poo, you probably don't want to go back and... Yeah, you poo you. Poo you. Poo you for that. I may have had like four beers. <laughs> I talk good tonight. Okay. So... Me talking isn't. You do. You do talk. I don't remember where we left off. Oh, yes, I do. Okay, so Nevada was all breathless on the other side of the door, and Johnny was like, had, you know, an erection and wanted to like... An erection? He did, yeah, because he was like, oh, what would it matter if I had, you know, made love to her every now and then? But he's trying to be good. He's like, no, I'm going to make her, I'm going to make her a lady. So I'm going to be nice. Yeah. So he did not go into her room and give her the business. So I'm going to be nice. You are? Or Johnny? So I'm going to be nice. Oh, okay. More movie quotes from Adam. I'm going to create a page on our romanceplaining.com web presence. So I'm going to be nice. That's enough. That will detail all of Adam's little quirky movie quotes. For those of you who don't know him in real life. Where the fuck is Romeo? Romeo. What is it? Where's um I can't remember, uh, but most of the words he says are movie quotes. Okay, so Nevada did not get any business the night before. I'm going to look it up. Okay. You're not going to pay attention to what I'm saying anyway, so why not? Then today. Hang on, I'm just going to Irrelevant. Take a point away for being a dick. Okay, hang on. Right. Okay, minus 1 point. Got it. Okay, so tall. See, I was listening. No, you weren't. Oh, yeah, okay. So tall, so dark, so handsome. Who are we talking about now? Who do you think? Nevada Jones. Yeah. BJ Jones. You, we're talking about you, baby. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Dark. Freaking Nan Ryan, she went into the future and like met you and was like, I'm writing this book about what you. What year was this book released, published? Uh, what do they call why, it? Why don't you w- look that up on the Google box while you're over there? Well, no, it's looking up. Yeah, I'm going to be nice. Anyway, so um, so tall, so dark, so handsome, his beautiful white teeth flashing beneath his rakish mustache. I'm going to ask you one more time. Dro- Johnny Roulet stood at the railing of the river steamer, the Memphis Maiden. Ringo. Where the fuck is, is Ringo? Ringo? Right. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a big, bright, shining star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this has nothing to do oh, with bodice ripping. <laughs> well, it kind of does. It's about the porn industry. Okay. And this is like porn light. She's not a, she's not a porn star. She... 
this book is softcore porn. Hooker. This book is softcore porn. Listen, it's nothing like that book that you had in college, whatever the freak that was. <laughs> they retired to their separate apart muscles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a book we could do for romance planning. You'd have to explain that to me, though, because I don't understand. Good it. luck. Okay, so dark, so so tall, so dark, so handsome. His beautiful white teeth flashing beneath his rakish mustache. All right, hang mustache. on. What's this book called again? I forget. Silken Sil- Bondage. Silken Bondage. That's right. Silken O-M-G Bondage. OMG by Nan Ryan. Silken Bondage. I was so excited to have this mustache quote, and then it just totally flopped. 1989 right. is when this was. Okay. 89. 89. 1989. Right, back in 89. Didn't that wave get you in 89? 90. Oh, back in 90. It was like a year before the wave got you. Uh, Yeah, back when life was good. Yeah. It still tweaks me once in a while if I turn my back the wrong way. Just hit me right there like the whole weight of the water. Listen, WAW, W-A-W, water always wins. Oh. Anybody will tell you that. Never turn your back on the ocean. Never. Brad will tell you that. All right. Back to the book. Um, Nevada caught her breath because uh, she's having problems breathing again. She needs a respiratory therapist, I'm pretty sure. Maybe she needs a CPAP. She, that's a good point. Well, well, I don't know if they had them. Probably didn't have them back then. But um, Merely looking at Johnny caused a sweet longing. <laughs> a, you're shooting Megs over there with your CPAP. <laughs> Um, merely looking at him caused a sweet longing to stir inside her. Because I was inverted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't, I've had a sweet longing stir inside me. Have you ever had a sweet longing? Once. Oh, really? Yeah. When do I want to know? Is it no, it's when, uh, you know, I had that gun and Joe Piscopo was there and he's like, there's a gun. It shoots through schools. Just not appropriate anymore. It's like that's not funny anymore. Damn it. It used to be funny. We used to quote that all the time. That makes zero sense for Sweet Longing. You had a sexual feeling about that quote? Not about that quote, you know? Just like you wanted a gun so powerful it could shoot through buildings? <laughs> wow. Okay. It's it's really excited to be sleeping next to you tonight. It's, it's too much of a deep cut. Yeah, super deep cut. Sorry. Okay, so no one, not even Johnny, could convince Nevada that a man could make love to her the way he had and not care a little. So she's still like operating under this idea that he secretly loves her. Because men don't ever put their penises in vaginas that they don't kind of love. No, it has to mean something. Yeah. And this is a fundamental difference, I think, between men and women. What's that? A lot that? of times. Oh, women don't care. They're just like opening up their vaginas to anything but men are like yeah we're like hoover vacuums we're just trying like it's just as soon as that thing is open it's looking for something to suck in there right and men are more like no this has to be special really super gentle yeah i respect you i agree with that so she's thinking back to the day because right now she they're like on this river boat they're steaming south it's getting steamy they're steaming south toward baton rouge but that's giving her some time to reflect on how she got on this riverboat, this other riverboat that she's on. Wait, other, oh, because she grew up, she was born and raised on the water. She's born and raised on the flatboat. 
But that wasn't a hooker boat. Now she's on a hooker boat. No, then she went on the hooker boat. Then Johnny Relay took her off the hooker boat. And now they're on like a, a respectable steamer, like riverboat. That's not a casino. I think it is a casino, but it's actually making its way downriver to Baton Rouge. There's a third boat now? Yeah, they're just on boats all the time. That's why I love this book. Why yeah. can't I just be going on boats all the time? You are. No. I have to. I get to go on two boats a year, maybe three if I'm lucky. It's total ripoff. Anyway, I'm sure you could find a hooker boat to go on. I'm like 41. I don't think anybody wants me to. be There's a, a whole market for that kind of person. Uh-huh. It's called right. the cougar cage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. The cougar cage. We could start that boat. Actually, that that could be our new occupation. We know some people who got some boats. I, I'll i build you a boat. You need a boat? I'll build you a boat by tomorrow. What time, what time is it? There are ways, dude. Okay, so anyway, Johnny gets her breakfast, like orders room service breakfast, and she's eating it like a pig, lifting the bacon with her fingers. Graham and your mother would not approve. What are you talking about? Well, your mother would, you know, she's trying to eat bacon with a fork all the time. You're crazy. That's not true. She eats everything with a fork. She doesn't eat bacon with a fork. I don't know. She probably tries to eat bacon with a fork. She eats hamburgers with a fork. If she could eat bacon with a fork, she would. I don't think Graham's... Graham's a finger food person. Yeah, I guess she does like her little tea biscuits and yeah, stuff. Yeah, little she tea would eat biscuits. She with her fingers. Yeah, that little tea biscuit. Anyway, Nevada's just shoveling this food in her mouth, and she's got... She gets a biscuit, she dunks it in her coffee... And Johnny isn't even eating because he's just looking at her being like, what are you doing, woman? You are eating like, a what does he say? I've known field hands with better table manners than you. So he's like a classy misogynist. Oh, he's the classiest. Okay. And she's like a, like a filthy, unmannered whore. Most of them have some fucking table manners. Baby, she's not a whore. She was an accidental hooker. Wait, what's the difference between a hooker and a whore? I don't know if there is technically... A hewer. <sighs> whore is just a really dirty word. It's just a bad Dirtier word. Dirtier than hooker? No, I think hooker's fun. My college roommate <laughs> would be like, what are you doing, hooker? Let's but, go Let's go to play as hooker. But she wouldn't be like, yo, I'm going to beat you with my shoe, whore. No, if she said whore, then you were really in trouble. You're a whore. No, hooker. Hua. Hooker was like a, come on... Lady, let's on, do hua. this thing. You hooka. I don't know. I can hear her saying hua. Yeah, she said whore. It was a really, that was bad. No, but she doesn't say whore. She says hua. Okay, whatever. H-E-W-E-R. Okay. Hooer. Hooer. Just say H-E-W-E-R. Hooer. No, not for nothing, you fucking whore. You're That's fucking hua. A hua. That's how she See? would say it. Listen, I lived, I lived with her for like four years. I know. You're not seeing it, though. You're not seeing it. Okay. See, this is the thing about pronunciation that I don't think you understand. I, d- I Sometimes just don't know people anything. pronounce things differently oh. based on where they're from. Gotcha. So, for instance, uh, if somebody is from around like the New York region, New mm-hmm. York, they might say New York. You know, they might say you Long Island. Really, you're not. You're not good at accents. And they though. might say like you're a hua. Okay. You know. If you went to Long Island and sa- and talked like that, they would beat you up. Not yeah, w- for nothing. With their shoe, you know? I don't, they don't think do so. They don't do shoe. It's with a shoe, <laughs> all right? 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so field I'm really hands, excited to hear what happens next. Field hands have better manners than Nevada, and then so he's much. like, you need to keep your biscuit out of your coffee and stop picking your bacon up with your fingers. Is that, are those euphemisms, Leslie? I think that they are. Okay. I mean, I would pick the bacon up with my finger. You don't want to pick your coffee up with your biscuit. I would dunk my biscuit in my coffee. Yeah. I mean, he's got her all sexed up. That's what she wants to do. Who's going to stop her? I thought he unsexed her up by taking her off of the sex boat. Well, no. She's, like, trying to get sexed up with him now because, of course, he's in love with her. Okay. Now, this is where it gets good. And she's, like, because she's a little spitfire. She's Just like, getting good now? <sighs> All right. She's a spitfire. She's, like, oh, I'll finish my breakfast, all right. And then she grabs the tablecloth and, like, just sends everything flying all over the room, like food fight stuffs everywhere she mad guy yeah she's mad guy why because she was compared to a field hand well because he's like bossing her around and then she's like you know she's so spunky i'm spunky i'm a river rat when did she become spunky i just right now she's like finding her bearings and she's like i'll tell you i'll show you how i eat my lunch or my breakfast so she's pretty petty though well she is a young she's you know how old is she like 18 probably okay. 18 just so that you know, barely she, legal right barely legal but nice. of course at 18 in the 1800s you'd be married and have like two kids by now so you're on the uh, cougar cruise by the time you're 18 <laughs> I mean, you know 14 that's like the nittany lion sound good. though that's not really a cougar. well it's a cougar okay. what do you think a mountain lion is it's a fucking cougar is it yeah same what? thing what I guess so. They do look similar. I've well, never thought of it being a there's cougar. There's just a bunch of different names. Oh, my. Cougar. Oh. Yeah, look, it's fucking mountain lion. Yeah, it is a mountain lion. Yeah, same thing. Ooh, I'd rather be the Nittany Cougars. Yeah, of course you would, because, yeah. you know, you old, <laughs> like the rest of us. That's right. Okay, so. You're going to grow your mane out. The food, china, cutlery, everything goes flying, and... Then he's like, he looks down, and Johnny is shirtless. I forgot to mention that he's shirtless, and there's a piece of scrambled egg clinging to his crispy chest hair. Chest hair. What is the fascination <laughs> with know. this dude's fucking crispy ass chest hair? Oh, Nan loves the chest hair in 1989. Well, she just loves and it. And when I say crispy ass chest hair, it's not just a throwaway description because it does seem like ass hair, like crispy ass hair. That has been, like, transplanted onto his chest. Why is it so fucking crispy? I don't know, because your chest hair is it's quite crispy. silky. It's pretty silken. Yeah. I and mean, I it's could, wiry, but it's soft. But it's, it's soft. I could, like, have some silken bondage with this if I, You could like, definitely bond someone. Roped enough of it together right. and made a nice, long, like, chest hair rope out of it. I could yeah. bind someone up, and it would be understood it's, like, a, a gentle Bon- like casual it wouldn't bondage. be crispy hair, though. No, it would be gentle and soft. So he's What's like... What's this dude doing with this crispy chest? What, why is it well, so wiry? Listen, like, a, like a hard brush. Like a bristle brush. Oh, 
gosh, that's awful. I don't know. I, I'm not the one that wrote this fucking book, man. I know you didn't. Okay, so he's got egg in his chest hair, and then he's like, and then Nevada starts like eating food off the ground, like off the broken plates, and shoving blueberry muffin and ham in her cheeks, and they're all puffed out, and she's showing him, I'm going to show you, Johnny Roulet. This is the way field hands eat. Blah, 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 blah. And it's so funny because that's such a Leslie Welch thing to do. Me circa like nine yesterday. <sighs> what did I do yesterday that was like that? I don't think that's true. I'm I'm more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this morning. Okay, so Johnny's hand shot out like a striking serpent, and he took a hold of her wrist and jerked her toward him. You know, because they're always like grabbing wrists and like get over here. Like they're either you grabbing or breathing. Doll. Yeah. One or the other. And then he says coldly, if you ever do a thing like that again. He says adverbly. Yes. I'll blister your butt until you can't sit down. How's he going to blister her butt, Leslie? I think he's going to whip her. Where's he going? He's going to whip her. Whip her butt. Oh. He's going to spank her. Spank her. Wow. You bad little girl. So I'm sure like, oh, ooh, oh, what a man taking charge. He's going to blister her butt. That's kind of sexy. And that was okay in the 80s, right? Back in 89, yeah. Simpler like, times. Yeah. Okay. She deserved it. Oh, the in a 80s. Sexy way. The 80s. And then he, um, she, she's- when Back to the Future 2 came out. So, you know, they were probably spanking people. And then Back to the Future 3 was in 1990. Okay. In 89, and, I was in ninth grade. I was 15. But right. But only a few years before that, when I was in Catholic school, we had we got spanked. Yeah. People were getting spanked in, like, I would say 1987 was Did the they, last time somebody got spanked in my school. Like, the whole school? Or it was, like, because you were in, like, fifth grade or whatever? No, they didn't spank the whole school. That would be well, fucked up. Your school went from K to 12. That's what I'm saying. So did they stop spanking at a certain grade and you just got... No, th- th- mostly it was in high school when people were getting spanked. Oh. Ooh. So you'd be in like 10th grade or 11th grade and you'd have to get s- fucking spanked. <laughs> and then they stopped doing that when you're in like fourth grade. Not that you would ever get spanked in school because you were like... Perfect. No, they stopped doing it, well, maybe fourth, yeah, maybe fourth grade, something like that, fourth or fifth grade. But like... People who were in 11th grade were getting fucking spanked. That's crazy. It's crazy that that's like some kind of education reform that had to happen. Like, we're not going to (laughs) spank somebody else's kid anymore. Let's not hit people. Yeah, let's not hit them in school. (laughs) Like, what? Right. It's one thing, you know, to like, you know, hit a woman around a little bit if she's being a little too saucy. But, like, not children that you're trying to teach and educate, right. you know? You got you, you to keep your woman in line, but these are children. You're just trying to teach them. She's a full-grown woman, you know? She's a grown-ass woman. Okay, that's rude. But seriously, though, I can't imagine our child going to a school and being mm. like, oh, yeah, Very so-and-so serious. got spanked. Like, that just would never stand in Northern Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> there would be riots. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so if you were spanked in high school, please comment on our Facebook page or tweet at us at Romansplaining. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, just give a description of like, even if it wasn't you that got spanked, like if you knew somebody, not at home, I'm not talking about at home, like I mean, there were the serial, like 
perpetrators who got spanked at my school. I can't even remember their names, but there was just one like I'd go home and be like, Seth Wright, constantly getting spanked, you know? In your school? Yes. What's he doing now? Good question. What are you up to, Seth? Getting spanked. So he was, because I thought I was going to be named Seth, but I I was going to be named Jesse. Mm -hmm. I always get that confused because they were brothers. Seth Wright, Jesse Jesse Wright. Right. Right. Gotcha. Okay, so Johnny tells her... Now, meanwhile, Danny Wright. Hello. Okay. Take a point away for obscure reference, and we're trying to move on, and you are delaying that. Okay, so Nevada's like, I'll finish my breakfast all right, and... Wait, I already said that. Oh, yeah. Chest hair. See, you got me all Uh, off kilter. Scrambled eggs and the crispy-ass chest hair. Right. Oh, then he grabs her, and he's like, I'm going to blister your butt, and then he's like, you're going to finish this breakfast, and she's like, if you... Um, and then he points to his piece of egg in his chest hair, and she's like, if you think I'm going to eat that, you're wrong. And um, he's like, I don't care how you get it off of me. You just have to clean it up. And, uh, yeah, so she had to pluck the egg from his chest hair, but what do you think she did? She used her vaginal lips. Uh, um ineffective and no yeah but sexy right she's pissed off and she's spunky right now that'll teach him what's she gonna do with his crispy chest hair with the egg in it using that's please don't put that in the description for this episode remove she yanks the chest hair out and he's like owie 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 Um, it's very hard that's very ouchy all right. She yanked his chest hair out? Yeah. With what? As, with her fingers. She just like grabbed it because he was like, you have to get this egg out of my chest hair. I don't care how you I do it. I don't understand this book. She, egg got in his chest hair. I understand like what's like the action of it, but I because don't understand. they're playing with each other. They're toying and like having- Ripping chest hair out and slapping women around is just playing around? Well, That's what she's very spunky in and the 1980s? he's very forceful. That's what constituted like foreplay in the eighties. Yeah, can we Treat go back to that like simpler shit. time? Uh, we're on our way. That's what's going to happen. Sweet. Yep, women are. We're going backwards. It's going to be awesome for you guys. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so then um, white middle-aged males are so uh, underprivileged. <laughs> they really are. Can't wait to for me to have my day. Okay, so then he takes her shopping after the breakfast fiasco. He's like, it goes on, they go on like this pretty woman shopping spree and she's trying on all these clothes. And, and his chest is bleeding from where she yanked out. It's not bleeding, it's probably tender. She, Nan does not talk about that because chest hair. he basically likes the pain because it's like, ooh, that's kind of, she's so spunky. I just like that little spunky Nevada. It's a little SM here. Exactly. Oh. So they're shopping, and you know in the 1800s, they didn't have, like, dressing rooms. They had screens that you'd get behind and, like... Hopefully there's a silhouette. Drop your drawers. There's no silhouette, but... God damn it. I know. Oh, you see the bottoms, like, you see the legs, maybe, and then the tops, like, uh, shoulders. You see the shoulders and the yeah, top, and yeah. and then, like, the ankles, maybe. And then, so she's trying on, like, all these silky underwear so and, like, So you know dresses, what's going on back there. Flouncing and bouncing. And then, at one point... The ladies leave, and they took all of the clothes with them Uh-oh. to go get more. Wait, what's she going to wear then? She's naked. <sighs> oh, and it's so naughty. She's just back there totally naked. Now, they've already had the intercourse. Baby. 
Oh my gosh. Right? Chapter six called and said it wants your brain back. What chapter are we on now? We're on 10. They had sex like four chapters ago. So why is this so titillating? Because he's not going to have sex with her anymore. He's like, no, you're just my lucky charm. We're done. We're done in the bedroom. And she's like, but you love me, Johnny. Oh my gosh. Get with the program. What? Anyway. So, yeah. Do you think he really believes that? He is a man who does not love any woman, according to him. But why is he even, like, he doesn't really believe, like, he's going to be a better gambler if she's around. He just really wants to put his penis in her again? No. But he could just do that anytime he, he felt like He feels sorry anyway. for her because she's all alone and she's very naive. I don't a, think he does. Yes, he does. B, because... You know, he took her virginity and like feels bad about that. See, she Give made it back. She, he's been on a six month losing streak and now he's winning constantly gambling. She is a lucky charm to him. Okay. So that's that's convincing to me. Yeah. Uh, he looks at her as like, you know, this this little bird who needs help, his little nightingale who needs his help. But even though he's very sexually attracted to her, he she's off limits in his mind now. That self-imposed limitation. Right, which makes it even sexier. Mm-hmm. Well, to women it does, because men having to restrain their, their desires, yeah, women oh, really... So women are supposed to read this book? Obviously. All right, so Florence is there behind the screen with no clothes. Right, and then she's like, in the room, the same room with a man, it seemed to her like a naughty game. Oh, it's so naughty. But they've already had the intercourse. I know, so but why like, is it so it's naughty? It's because it's kind of like voyeuristic. They're, it, is they're it public? In a, yes, they're in pub, like in a, a clothing store. Like being in the bedroom is one thing, but okay. you know, like when we were at the in that dressing room the other day, and like I was like, "Can you come in here and zip this dress up for me?" And Lay's like, "No, no, no, get back there. What are you doing?" That was not sexual in any way she thought it could have been sexual that's Jesus. why she kicked you out of there even though like, i desperately needed you to just like dress what up. the fuck is happening what do you lady who isn't saying actual work what do you want me to do what is going on she, she wanted you to get out of the, well, the threshold know. of the women's Jesus. dressing room at Everybody the tj maxx take a fucking <laughs> breath already <laughs> All right. Um, Awakened to her innate sexuality by Johnny's experienced lovemaking, Nevada trembled and instinctively moved her bare feet apart. Because I guess she's getting ready to suck it in because that's it's just like, get, get the vacuum going, turn it on. Any cocks around here, right. they're going to end up in my vagina. Look out. I hope there's no hot dogs because that would be awkward. Uh, Johnny, she said, her voice warm like honey. Johnny Roulet felt heat rise to his dark face. Without being told, he knew that Nevada was naked. Nevada. <laughs> Nevada Vagum. He could feel her hoover, her hoover sucking all the way on the other side of the screen. My hoover vagum is sucking your cock in. Yeah, so uh, then she's like getting all heated up. And then we're back on that the Memphis Maiden, this the is steamer, the, the whore boat. No, it's the steamer, the the boat going from Memphis to this is the one after the whore boat. Yes, legit boat. It's a legit boat. They are making their way from Memphis down to Baton Rouge to my country, where half of my DNA is from. Mm. I hope they get some booty. You know what I'm saying? Some Bowden. Mm-hmm. Some Bowden. And some you know, Bob Bowden. Give me some gumbos. Get some Doc Rue. We're going to coach some college footballs. Exactly. 
Exactly. So that is chapter 10. Oh, God, I thought that would never end. Yeah, well, there it did. It was a shopping extravaganza, some nudity behind screens. Not that it wasn't great. There was some shopping, uh, some temper tantrums. Yes. It was so awesome. I want to read this a lot. Yeah, well, if you want to buy this book, we do have a link on our website so you can follow along. I am leaving some things out, so there you have it. Silken Bondage. You're not giving 10. me the whole business? Of what? The book? I, I could re- literally read it Please to you. Please don't do that. Okay. Thank you for joining us for episode 10. Uh, we look forward to discovering what will happen next on the Memphis Maiden. We sure the hell do. Yeah. Something's going to happen. I hope so. <laughs> or, I right. hope there's like dragons or like white walkers or, yeah, it's you not, know. It's not Game of Thrones, but we can hope. We'll, we'll just keep that hope alive. You can keep that hope alive with Adam. And Adam, go ahead and give yourself two points. So I think you've broken even for this episode for being a good sport. And you know what? I didn't even have to yell at you to listen better. One more point. Give yourself another point because I didn't even have to tell you to listen better. All right. Mm. We'll see you next time on Romance Blading. I'm uh, I'm Leslie. I'm Adam. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.